welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests where we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who has only one chance left. It's Rob. Hello. Yeah, we talk about chance two. There's even less on this one, and there wasn't much on the other one. Uh, The one from Fallen Angels, if anybody remembers that. It was the series where you had a couple guys from New Mutants, and then, like, Devil Dinosaur and some some robot lobsters. Yeah, it's really interesting. And unfortunately, the Fallen Angels that they the that came from the Krakoan or the oh, Hickman oh, right. era yes. that it just kind of kind of fell flat on its face. I, I did not read that one. Uh, listen, not- if it didn't if it didn't have any cyborg lobsters, no sale. Well, I don't know how you can have a book with both. Uh, with both X-23 and Quentin Choir in it, and it not do great, but it didn't do great. I no. don't know why. Maybe yeah. just nobody nobody cares about uh, Quanon. Uh, but we are talking about uh, Chance 2, whose real name is Unrevealed. Uh, they are, they're just a Korean teenager, mm-hmm. really. They just look like a teenager. Like, there's not much. If you want to see the picture, you can go to that. Uh, yeah, wearing, go wearing to that. A, kind, of a, kind of a sweet leather jacket. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice leather jacket, and, you know, pink shirt, jeans, I guess, or corduroys. I don't know what they were wearing in the 80s. Um, you know, it just looks like a teen. So, if you do want to see the picture, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Um, the name is unrevealed. Um, I don't think it was ever revealed. I don't believe it has, no. No. So, I don't think they've even been in much. I, I don't think they, I don't think uh, she appealed in, appeared in anything after um, Fallen Angels. Yeah. Uh, well, she is a thief and adventurer, aka homeless, which for her is actually kind of true. Um, secret identity, uh, no unrevealed legal status, uh, no criminal record, no known criminal record, and still a minor. She was. She has no other aliases. She is from South Korea, or she was born in South Korea. Mm. Uh, Single, which thank the Lord she's single and not (sighs) married. Um, Unnamed parents as her only known relatives, and I'm Mm. guessing they're gone in some way, or she ran away. No, no, she ran away. Okay, yeah, she's she's a runaway. Yeah, she's. I think most of the fallen angels are runaways, aren't they? That is, that is kind of their whole deal. Yes. Oh, so they could have been called the Runaways before the Runaways. They could uh, have been, although at that point, I guess there was the band to worry about. Uh, base of operations is the Beat Street Club in New York City, and she first appeared in Fallen Angels issue number one, which is a very good cover. Right? It, is, we've, it is dramatic as hell. We've talked about it a couple of times already. But, you know, you have Sunspot standing over uh, Best Boy Cannonball. Um, I mean, yeah, he's like being punched down. And Sunspot's just like, ah! And all the other New Mutants are running in. Just like, hey, what are you doing? Dude, that wasn't, that wasn't great. Stop it. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, you have the nice pink gradient in the background, which was all over the place in the 80s. Oh, sure. And uh, also great, uh, great caption here. One moment of anger, and their lives are changed forever. I mean, I feel like their lives are changed like almost every other 
issue. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, they, they weren't changed forever so much. This series only lasted. I mean, it was an eight issue miniseries and not heavily referenced after. I mean, it did introduce us. Well, I did. No, it did. Did it introduce us to Boom Boom? No, no that was so. Secret Wars two. There's Secret Wars two. She got more playtime in in Fallen Angels, and I'm very yes. I'm very okay with that because Boom and, Boom. And uh, it did introduce us to Ariel, who did show up a lot afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I I love me an alien mutant or a, like a. Atlantean mutant or something like that. Or, yeah, I think she's extra dimensional. She's from the Coconut Grove dimension, which is fantastic. Yeah, we did we did cover her, so you can go to the Ariel episode hmm. if you want to uh, learn more about her. Um, yeah, quite. I quite think, some- I, yeah, I don't know. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I think my favorite mutant that was revealed. It was. I don't think it was a canon mutant, but. Um, it was like a far future thing, and uh, in one of the Fantastic Four cartoons, mm-hmm. um, they were sent to like the future, and the Human Torch of that era was actually an Atlantean, uh, a mutant Atlantean with the ability to turn on fire, Ooh. catch on fire. That's that's an inconvenient which is power. Pretty cool. Just a sec, my um, connection is also. Here. I guess you would have to be in the air to realize that. You think. Do you th- do you think if you're uh if you have like a fire based powers, and you're an Atlantean, like you just don't never know until you go up in up up in oxygen oxygenated air. There there has to be a lot of like mutants that have powers they don't know about. Um, yeah. So uh, Chance's thirteen year old girl, whose parents are members of the Reverend Yoon Kim Park's glorification church, is that is that referring to the Moonies? That is definitely referring to the Moody's. Okay. Uh, Reverend Sun Myung Moon of the Unification Church. Okay, that's who's why. Who's also okay. South Korean. That makes sense. I was just like, hey, this would be the heirs for the Moonies. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah, uh, Park brought Chance and her parents to the United States from their homeland, promising to make them American citizens, but instead he treated them as virtual slaves. Uh, and Chance herself was forced to work selling calendars on street corners for the church. Finally, tired of her treatment by the church, Chance ran away. Chance was recruited by the mutant criminal known as the Vanisher, who uh, joined the group of teenagers who worked for him as thieves and were known as the Fallen Angels. A number and, of the sorry. Oh, I was just I, I'm 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 always. Uh... Compelled to point out that the Vanisher's real name is Telford Porter. Yeah, it's like I remember, I remember covering that, like, because I, I mean, I, also, also, like with the word the van with the name the Vanager, a Vanager. Wow, the Vanisher. You think it would be more of like a, a visible girl or a visible woman type thing? Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like. I feel like, you know, you can vanish, but normally that just means, like, you're out of sight, not, like, gone. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, uh, basically just a number of young, we've, we've talked about this, actually, two times already. Mm -hmm. This same exact entry, almost. Uh, the first, the first chapter, I mean, the first little paragraph is different, but this is about the same. Um, but basically like, you know, he became friends and partners of, you know, the other thieves, Ariel, who was actually a, a alien from a planet called Coconut Grove. 
uh, for money, Chance agreed to help Ariel in her assignments to bring a number of mutants to her home planet and attempt basically to, you know, take the mutant juice out of them, which I would feel like, and please forgive me if this is, is sounds untoward, but that just means like bone down, right? Uh, I think it was of the non-fun kind of juice extracting. Because like, because like, that's what they mean. Cause like, you know, cause the, uh, cause Ariel's planet was of a bunch of people who stopped mutating basically. Right. And she was the first mutant that came out for a long time mm-hmm. of it. Um, and it's just weird. Like, it's a weird way to put it. Like, I feel like yeah. you don't need to bring them to the planet if you're not going to, you know, do the sexy fun times. Yeah. You it, just take more their like, blood. It's more like how you bring them to the, it's more like how you bring oranges to your kitchen to make them into juice. Yeah. But like, I mean, unless they're going to grind them up, do they, it, do they grind, it, do they need the whole body? I mean, they were definitely doing like, like sucking the energy out of the whole person thing. I don't know. I feel like it's weirdly put when you put, like, you know, you gotta... It's worded a little oddly, yes. Yeah. But, uh, so, however, Ariel transported fallen angels to her home world. Ariel and Chance were made prisoners as well. Um, and then they, since they too proved to be mutants with unusual powers, Chance being powers had only just begun to manifest itself now that she was going through puberty. A fallen angel succeeded in regaining their freedom, however, and uh, they returned to Earth, where Chance continued to be a member of the team, which only stuck together for very shortly. Yeah, that was pretty much it for the fallen angels. Everybody went their their separate ways, and Chance has not been seen since. Although she really seems like she'd be, like, fifth guy from the left in Krakoa at some point. Yeah, I mean, they're they're bringing out a lot of different characters. Oh sure. I mean, I mean, just look at the uh, X Factor team. I mean, it's 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 a motley crew. Yeah, and I mean, one of their mysteries there involves uh, Polly Provenzano and Stinger from the Alliance of Evil. Yeah, I wonder if the Stinger's going to still have the claws. The the claws? It's the way. Am I thinking of the right? No, Shocker. Shocker. Yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. No, that's a different. The Stinger was like the lady who kind of looked like uh, Pat Benatar. Yes, okay. Remember, that was Apocalypse's team of weirdos who you, which includes, <gasps> let me, I'm going to name these on my own. You got uh, Stinger, you got Frenzy, yeah. uh, you got Tower, and you got Time Shadow. I remember Time Shadow was great. Uh, Time I, Shadow should be in more things. I think he got killed off. He had the yeah. legacy virus or something. Yeah, but like, I, f- I feel like you could easily do like a, like a thing you do with a, uh, Jamie Madrox, where you're just like, oh, that was just a future version of me. You well, killed. and also, I guess, you know, obviously you can bring anybody back now. Well, you could. I don't know. Time Shot had a really cool power, and I feel like, you know, he could, he, there could be unlimited version of him. He brings future versions of himself back, you know? Maybe he was a... I guess that's still not as bad as Tower, who I'm pretty sure was killed by the Executioner. Yeah. Not like the Asgardian Executioner, but the Executioner, who was like the Punisher, but for mutant bad guys. No, I was thinking of I was thinking of mutant force. Oh, okay. the, oh no. yeah, I was oh, thinking yeah, that's a uh, shocker, burner, yeah. lifter, peeper, 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 and slither. Oh, it'd be great if they just had a, all the all the people with eye base powers, like on a team, just like I like I don't know, you could call it like I spy, like E, 
Y E spy. Okay, you, de- you definitely team up with like uh, the orb. Oh yeah. Well, does the orb still have the watcher's eye? Yes, he does. Okay. They so you could call ba- them the eyeballers. You could. There'd be real. Gr- I, you know, I'm I'm a real big fan of putting highly specific people with highly specific powers together. Like well, that's well, only useful in certain areas. Like like the serpent society. Yeah, exactly. Like you have all the eye people. And all of them could be like, wow, I can see all this stuff. And they're just like, what are we going to do now? You're seeing <laughs> stuff. Because all the eye people have the same powers. They could see really good at different versions of sight. <laughs> That's it. Like, uh, some of, I guess some of them have laser beams, but like, you know, that's Cyclops' thing. Mm-hmm. Although, that's how I, can't, I have to correct myself. It's not laser beams, it's concussive force from a kinetic dimension from his portal eyes. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if it's still true. Did they retcon that? I don't think. I don't think that's still true. I think everybody thought that was too ridiculous. I, I no. I am. I'm going to be one of those people that just refuse. I'm going to refuse. My my <laughs> candidate is that he has portal eyes from an infinite <laughs> to- ki- a kinetic force dimension. Okay then. I mean, is it is it is, is it any crazier than like half the mutant powers? Well, no. I guess the question is just how does he see through those. He has a secondary mutation. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Maybe he also has a... What's, what, what would be the word? Um, remote viewing, but it's like really limited, and it's just sure. around where his eyes are at. You sure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. He has a second pair of invisible eyes that always go in front of him that are immune to his laser, to his, to his force, concussive force blasts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, secondary, well, tertiary mutation. See, I already got the answer. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, she's 5'2", weigh, weighs 95 pounds, black hair, black eyes. Um, she has the normal strength of girl her age that does, like, you know, intensive exercise. Because mm-hmm. she was, you know, doing street kid stuff. Being a street rat, stealing bread, harassing guards, has, you know, a pet monkey. That still likes to steal gems. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chance is a mutant with superhuman ability to enhance or inhibit the mutant superhuman powers of others. And she can cause other mutants to increase or to cause it to decrease or cease, sorry, to cease functioning altogether. As long as she focuses upon it. And uh, she's also like real good at hand-to-hand combat acrobatics. And she can also... She also knows how to, you know, whip out a knife and stab someone. So she's kind of like Sync from Generation X. Yeah, kind of. Wait, wasn't there the whole, like, Michael Knowles thing where, like, Apocalypse is like, oh, it's gonna enhance everything. Like, why not still, why not, well, actually, her mutant powers weren't. Yeah, they were still developing, and I guess, you know, powers weren't she was around. sort of obscure. I guess, I don't know. I feel like I would, I feel like if I was Apocalypse, I would just take all the enhancing mutant people. But does, does the Apocalypse, does Apocalypse have the ability to see future powers? Like, he knows a mutant is there. Yeah, I don't don't think he does. In fact, I think he had to use Caliban for that for a while. Because I think Caliban had that power. Hmm. Hmm. Caliban is weird. Caliban's extremely weird. Yeah, we're, we'll cover more Caliban I guess, later. Well, I guess, I guess he'll be. Is he in any of these? He's not in this one. Uh, he's not already... in this one. He no. He's in the. He's in the 2010 one. Okay. Well, that, okay. I, right. Okay. That he's dead. 
which will be forever from now. Oh yes. Um, but, but yeah, that's pretty much chance. Um, not much to really say. Nope. Apparently was only supposed to be around for eight ep- issues. That's yep, it. Yep, that is it. Uh, she's a regular glamour and illusion. Yeah. Remember oh, those man. guys? I want glamour and illusion to come. You know what? Krakoa, like, uh, Krakoa needs to have a, a, a mutant magicians. <laughs> you know? Actually, glamour oh. and illusion did come back in a that witches miniseries from about uh, 15 years ago. Uh, is that the one that was uh, the Charlie Angels one? Yes, where- yes. It was oh. um, Satana, Jennifer Kale, and Taboo. Yeah. Not the guy from the Black Eyed Peas. Well, I mean, it could be. I mean, it depends on, you know, maybe Taboo has the ability to turn into a, to a witch. Well, apparently Taboo has the ability to go from a white girl to an Indian girl, so... Uh- apparently. Hmm. Yeah, let's... That's also a little weird. But we're not going to talk about racial politics in comics. It's a little too fraught in the first place. Yes. Um, so uh, I think we're pretty much done. So what do you have to uh, what do you have to plug? Okay, so I'm on a Transformers podcast, uh, Stasis Pod, and we are currently going episode by episode through uh, the 2015 Robots in Disguise series. And we, I'm also a member of the Marvel Research team. Uh, we currently have two handbooks in stores, uh, tie-ins for the Empire and Ten of Swords events, and those contain everything you need to know going into those events. And we have another coming out in December, the King in Black handbook. So for all of your symbiote knowledge, uh, check that one out. Um, so my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Over Smith, where I uh, read a... Well, I or Faith, the the co-host of that, read an HP Lovecraft story, and we discuss it, and also release an audiobook of it. If you want to support me, you can go to Alphabet Flight on Patreon, uh, or follow the handy link in the description. If you want to see the people we're talking about, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. And this has been Alphabet Flight, and um, may conscience protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Good night.